Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Getting It Out Podcast. That was Gematria with The Elusive One. That's from their new album, Gematria 2, The Spindle of Necessity, which is actually their first album, despite the confusing name by calling it Gematria 2. Nobody likes to be confused, but apparently they want you to be confused, and I kind of respect that. 
this band is pretty crazy. As you might have heard, that was instrumental. And a lot of their stuff is. Maybe all of it is. I don't know. They get me so confused when I listen to them. They're another cool band from Nefarious Industries, which is one of the coolest record labels out there. I really do love so much stuff that they put out. They put out some uh, Grid Failure stuff, which you heard me talk to Dave Brenner on a recent episode about. But they, they have bands that play all sorts of uh, styles, and it's all underground. It's all very cool. Of course, what you just heard was like some weird instrumental jazz shit. And uh, when I say that, that song was complicated, I mean it. And complicated on purpose, kind of. The band actually made up rules that they had to write the song by, and uh, those rules are up on uh, decibelmagazine.com. I'm not going to try and go over over them with you, uh, but if you go to decibelmagazine.com and search the song in the premiere of the video for this track, The Elusive One, you will see the rules. They don't make any sense to me, like at all. And uh, that makes sense because I don't understand music very well, but these rules are very confusing. But they clearly made sense to somebody, and I think they made a cool track anyway. So... Go check out Gamatria and all they got. Their new album, Gamatria 2, is available now everywhere through Nefarious Industries. Why did I choose to do an instrumental song to start the podcast off? Because it is an instrumental episode of the podcast from here on out. It's just instruments, one at a time. Ready, go. First one, voice. Alright, I lied. That's not what it really is. This episode features an interview with Justin Foley, who you might know as the drummer of Killswitch Engage, but we are talking about his instrumental post-metal, post-rock, whatever you want to call it, band, Labika. They got a new album called Labika. It's out now on Metal Blade Records. It's got a cat on the cover. That's how you recognize it, but you also recognize it because it rocks. We're going to talk all about that, but first, Hot Zone. Check it! Make family out of friends, make friends out of enemies Peace to my family, make friends till they bury me. All the places we've been, we're never sitting it out We be getting it in, why you getting it out? I said all the places we've been, we're never sitting it out We be getting it in, why you getting it out? I don't remember if I mentioned it on the last episode, on the intro, or whatever, but I got uh, pretty sick last week, and still kind of getting over this thing, but I want you to know that as I was on the precipice of my illness, I went to see Turnstile instead. Yes, I took my sickness out into the world like we used to be able to do until COVID ruined it and made you think you were a antichrist for just taking some germs out in a group of people, so I took my germs out there into a group of people, and uh, hopefully they don't get sick, because I didn't feel well for a lot of days, but at the same time, hey man, that's the world, tough shit if you did, glad I went, it was nice to see Turnstile on that stage, a sold out show in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, the openers, Snail Mail, and Sheer Mag, they were bands, they were on stage, didn't care much for them, they were fine, all that, but really, Turnstile, of course, was the show, I'm glad I went, even though I was just chugging down uh, cough drops the entire time. I guess you don't chug cough drops. You chomp them. Cough drop after cough drop. Menthol. 
unlike the uh, menthol cigarettes, I didn't use smoke, never smoked menthol. Because someone told me once they had fiberglass in them. Actually, you know the real reason I didn't smoke menthol cigarettes when I started smoking was because I was told by some idiot who was probably a teenager like I was that they were harder to quit. Now, let me tell you for someone who quits cigarettes, it's not easy to quit any type of cigarette, menthol or non. So just don't do them. Do the jewel pods. Okay, teenagers, just do just vape to the face because uh, there's nothing out there that says you're not getting hurt. So just vape straight into your face. And don't tell anybody I told you to do it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just go for it. See what happens. Anyway, so Turnstile on Monday night were fantastic. Glad to see them play. Glad to see that kind of reaction, that kind of energy. I've never seen a band uh, sustain that level of response through the entire set, hardcore or not. And I stayed pretty far to the back, which I'm glad I did because uh, it was nice to watch from there. But it was um, it was pretty impressive. And I guess hats off to the people that were going off the entire time because they're the ones who really deserve the recognition. But for some reason, we'll give it to Turnstile, and that's okay too. They just got nominated for three Grammys. You know this. I know this. That's fine. That's great. Uh, bands of their ilk have been there before. Maybe not hardcore bands, but uh, heavy metal bands. Um, from the underground scene. High on Fire won a Grammy one year. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that a Turnstile could walk away with one of these things. And if they do, that's great. And it'll make so many people upset in the hardcore world. And that is excellent to me. Speaking of uh, Grammy nominated, I'm going to guess. I don't know. I'm not looking it up. I'm going to guess my guest on this episode was nominated for a Grammy or two. Because I mentioned in the intro, his main band is Killswitch Engage. But we're not talking about Killswitch Engage. At least, not a whole lot. We're talking about Labika. It's his instrumental project that he started, oh, about two years ago. And they have a new record. Came out this year, back in September, on Metal Blade Records. Got a cat on the cover, second time I mentioned that. Not the last time cats will come up. And it was nice to talk to Justin about this and about that, and about here and there, on this thing, that thing, everywhere. I will not have the eggs, Sam, please. I'm a pescatarian. What does that mean? I don't know. Do eggs do eggs, do eggs, eggs count as... Uh, I never understood this. Do eggs count as... Uh, as is, that, is that against veganism and vegetarianism? You're not doing anything. You're just taking the egg. Nobody's getting hurt. It's unfertilized. Who cares? What's the, what's the, what's the harm? Somebody explain that to me. Please, actually, don't. No emails about that. Emails about anything else, though. I've gotten a few decent emails recently, some uh, suggesting I interview people, some band submissions, which is something I always want to encourage people to do. Send in your music to be played on the show. You'll hear a song at the end of this episode by High Horse Cavalry that you might want to check out if you're into post-punk. They are a band that sent me a song just today. So and you're going to hear this tomorrow or something like that. It'll be a tomorrow eventually. Whatever day you hear this, it is a tomorrow. It was a tomorrow. It's going to be. It was in process of being a tomorrow before it became a today. So technically what I'm saying makes sense. You understand, right? I think you do. Okay. I shouldn't talk more. I should play a song from Lubica. How about I play the lead-off track off of their new self-titled album. It's called Ascend, and you're going to like it, and then listen to my conversation with Justin.
you think I should be able to move my birthday if I want to? How do you do that? You just say, I just want to, I just want to bump it. Yeah. I want to bump it ahead six months. It's the weather sucks. It's 40 something degrees. I just want it to be May 17th. My wife disagrees. She says I can't do it. I mean, I mean, if you just lie, I mean, that's the thing. People already know about it. It's going to be trouble. You'd need to change it. You'd need to have an entirely new circle of people around you that don't know any better. Then you can just tell them all that. Hey, that's my birthday. Just make up another day. birthday. But that requires a lot of work. Yeah, well, what I've been doing, I've been trying to work on this for years and tell them on my 40th birthday, I'm moving it. So we have, you have a lot of years to prepare. Not a lot. I, I turned 38 today. So got a couple years to prepare, but it, it doesn't seem to be going over well with anybody. So you know, <laughs> just, well, you wouldn't want to move it up when you turn 40. You'd want to move it later, right? It's, it's just all about you don't want to turn 40 I, too early. No, it would be it would be later. So that would be six months later. Yeah, right. Push it back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I like that yeah. idea. <laughs> anyway, I didn't uh, want to talk to you about my birthday, but I just figured, you know, no. it's topical. I got so, screwed uh, on. I got screwed a little because we were on tour when I turned 40 and we were in Europe. So we're already six hours ahead. And then the dudes <laughs> like celebrated it like the night before because we had a show like a day off on the show. So that's yeah. like the day before my birthday, six hours ahead. So they, they cheated me out of like 30 hours of my 30s. <laughs> thirties, man. Those those are the prime years, and they stole them from you. I guess that's that's <laughs> what you get. Thirty yeah. hours of them. <laughs> that's all right. That's yeah. Um, uh, I assume you're talking about when you're on tour with Kill Switch, right? Because you do that. Yeah, yeah. You do that, and I do my very damn best to talk about what you what we're talking about, right? Not some not the other projects you got going. Although there's a couple things here that I want to ask you just about the differences between the two projects, but but you're the drummer for Kill Switch, but you're we're talking of, how do I say this correctly? Libica, Libica, Libica. We think Libica. Okay, we think yeah, we don't even know, but that's how we say it. So that's I think if that's how we say it, that's probably official, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's as close to as official as it gets. So when yeah. when does this start? Because you got the other thing going on, but when does Libica begin? Um, it twenty twenty, I would say, is uh, when everything is shut down and we weren't doing any touring and we were just all sitting at home. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I got to do something here. So called up a couple of friends. We had been talking a little bit about jamming, you know, mm-hmm. and we finally did it. I said, I got some ideas. If you guys want to start a band without a singer, because singers are all crazy. <laughs> 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 no, no, it's just that we were just like, yeah, let's just do something, um, you know, instrumental. It might be fun if I play a different instrument. And Doug's a mm-hmm. drummer. And he said, yeah, I don't want to play drums. I'll play bass. And we're like, all right, cool. Let's put this together. Just played, um, they, they dug some of the ideas that I brought to the table and we just started going from there. And um, before, we, before we knew it, we had a band, we had a record, we were hitting the ground running. So it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. It's, it's you're, you're a drummer. Um, you said the other guy's a drummer. And then of course you have yeah. a drummer. So you have yeah. three drummers in one band. So that like eliminates like 15 other bands that can exist out there. Like do you, do you feel guilty <laughs> about taking all those drummers off the table? <laughs> no, no, not at all, not at all. I, and it's funny because uh, uh, Doug is playing dr- drums with another band that he was playing uh, years and years ago. Like they kind of reformed, so he's playing drums for that now too. And we played with his bands and our band like a, a couple of weeks ago together. So he was doing like a little double duty drummer and then bass player type thing. 
And then I'll be doing kind of similar thing in December because I was able to talk to guys, kill switch guys into letting Lebika play a couple shows in December. So I'll be doing mm-hmm. a little double duty thing. So there's still plenty of us uh, drumming to go around out there. You guys start this band. You mentioned you want to do something more instrumental. When did, I don't know how, how to phrase it correctly, but when did like, uh, what do we call it? Post-rock, post-metal, whatever, instrumental metal music. When did that, when do you remember that getting on your personal radar? Like what was the first band you remember hearing that was doing that? I always have to say that's probably this band, the cancer conspiracy. And they had a record out in maybe 2000 or 2001 or something like that. And it was just an instrumental album and it was like so good. And I was so mad when I heard it because I wasn't in that band. <laughs> I was like, damn it. That's like what I've been hearing somehow in my head for years and then like you just find this record that just sounds like the band that i should have been in or that i wanted to be in yeah. and like this is crazy it's so cool and i and then since since then i kind of veered off into some other stuff and then you know explosions in the sky and mogwai mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff um red sparrows like bands like that like right kind of getting me in there and like i would say like the mid 2000s into that whole thing and um mm-hmm. And I even throw ISIS in there, even though they aren't instrumental band, but that's ISIS is maybe one of the biggest influences for um, at least personally me wanting to do a band like this and doing something super heavy like that, that doesn't need to have vocals carrying it because vocals go away for a long stretch, stretches of time on ISIS records. Right. Um, so it's cool though. It's, uh, I, I would, I would say that it's sort of been slowly simmering for a long, long time. And I would just, whenever I just kind of write music, I just sort of, I don't normally specifically try to write for something. I just have ideas every now and then that I just jot down or, or um, if I'm in a mood and something comes out, it's just like, that's it. And I figure out what I'm going to do with that afterwards, where I'm going to bring it to the kill switch guys, or it's going to do something else. And there was some other, some stuff I had kicking around that didn't really have an outlet yet, but I always in the back of my mind was thinking, maybe it'd be fun to form a band like that sometime. And then um, finally got to, got to uh bring some of that music out when this started yeah yeah well it's funny you, you say that about a, a band like isis because that's i think of them the same way i i immediately put them in that list of instrumental bands but i don't i mean because mostly it is but it's but it's technically not um yeah but but it's it's that time frame too that early to early mid 2000s uh-huh. that's when i feel like it it really got on a lot of people's radar godspeed explosions in the sky yeah. mogwai I don't yeah. remember. I know bands existed playing like this before, but I don't remember. Maybe it's because of my age. Though. Like I said earlier, I'm 38 now. So maybe it's just what I grew up with or without. Right. I'm sure um, that they did. I don't remember yeah. seeing any at shows. Um, right. And up until then, it was mostly just uh, an occasional instrumental track on a record like Orion or something. Mm-hmm. You know, but, right. but it was always existed, like songs mm-hmm. like that or or that kind of thing uh or like even like prog bands like um or like rush like rush has instrumentals and that kind of stuff right. so yeah it's always kind of been around but yeah i also like you said i don't remember full bands like that that far back but i'm sure that it was a thing because uh it didn't come out of nowhere you know <laughs> yeah. it does seem to yeah. be more more prominent now with bands like um like russian circles been around for a really long time and super mm-hmm. That's full established bands and like uh you know it, it seems like uh that style of music is just like it's not going anywhere now it's like yeah, it's yeah. heavy music too 
Yeah, and it's cool. It's uh, what I always appreciate about it is it's a cool way. It's a cool type of music that can transcend into you know. It's like it's it's heavy, like because heavy. I, I would say it's heavy, but it's not. It's not heavy in the way that would uh, scare people off, you know. And maybe oh, that's okay, just. Yeah. It's not just because of the lack of vocals, though. It's you. Know, it's accessible to other people. But when you mentioned you you write some songs and then you decide if this is for. Kill switch or if this is for Libica. I mean, maybe I, I have a shitty ear. I'm not a musician at all, but isn't it pretty obvious when you have these things <laughs> finished? Sometimes, sometimes, where going? sometimes yeah. 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 Sometimes, uh, sometimes I know right away I'm like, oh, the guys aren't going to go for this <laughs> or something like that. And, uh, or other times I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's more of a thrashy riff. Yeah. That's definitely going to be something for that. So it right. is. But sometimes it's not, sometimes if it's just like a real small part of an idea. And I'm not really sure which direction that's going to go into yet. Or if something's completely unfinished and I'm struggling with the part and I just put it aside. I'm like, okay, well, I have this much done. I can't figure out what I'm going to do with the rest of it. Um, yeah, sometimes then you're not sure. Like, should I bring this to the guys and have them mess with it or fix it up? Or is that even worth it? Or should I put it aside for something else? It's like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I was just reminded because it just came up to me now. But there's a lot of cat action on the Slybika stuff, the, the name alone. Tell me about it. Where's, what's the what's the cat obsession about? Well, were you saying you're reminded because a cat just came over to you now? Yeah, she just came. Talking? Yeah, yes. just walked up to me. Yeah, perfect, yeah. awesome. Yeah, that rules. Um, yeah, we are we're all big cat lovers, um, animal lovers too. Uh, we have dogs in the fold in the band, but we have a lot of cats. Um, big time cat lovers. Uh, so w when it was before we found. Um, somebody to play drums for us and it was just me doug and joey and it was like big time cat obsession guys <laughs> we figured well, i mean yeah let's just let's lean into it you know let's let's try to get a name out of that and then uh joey's cats on the cover of the record it was funny we were trying to think of a record cover or whatever we wanted visually for the band and we were just kind of bumping our heads against in against a lot of stuff that just felt a, a little too typical or stuff that's been done before yeah, like like landscape stuff looking or whatever, and I'm like, I just want to do that. One. Yeah. And, yeah, I want to do something else, and then we just like, why don't we just, we just go for it? Just full cat, just throw a cat up on there. And then we saw it, <laughs> Joey mocked it up, and we we're like, yep, that's it. That that's perfect. We love it. Was that a hard sell for Metal Blade or anything, or they just let you do what you wanted? No, I, I, we didn't hear anything back from them about it. <laughs> right. we, I think we've heard a lot of uh, positive feedback about it, really. And then they had like a little video teaser they made for when octavis was out and they had groove and cat to it in the background and everything so yeah i think it's uh i think it's going well that's funny there's a stigma against cat men sounds like you guys are all cat men though what do you yeah. <laughs> no, I remember break, some, break down a, some walls i remember hearing a long time ago about um like the number one thing that guys shouldn't put on a dating app is anything about cats. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, what? That's stupid. Like, get out of here with that. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. My, I guess you got to see it from the female perspective. Maybe there's something to it, but I, I don't know. I, look, here, there, there you go. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Over the shoulder. Who's that? That's cat? Oreo. Oreo. There's hey, Oreo or and there's Tux. I just had to, uh, I just had to sneakily feed oreo because we have one on auto feeder i had to feed yeah. her with a with a quiet pinch of food because the other one's is really fat and won't let her eat at all so oh, yep. if it hears it if it hears it come down it, it'll come barreling down 
whatever stairs it is and it bullies her away. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. She gets special treatment, I guess. And she's walking off. I have these, uh, enough. I have heaters that read their, their, if you have a microchip or even if you don't have a microchip, you put a little collar on them and the feeder will stay closed until that cat comes over and then the cat, and it'll open up for that cat. So. <laughs> That, that, that is a probably a really good idea for this house. Yeah, yeah, I had to do it for one cat that needed special diet food. And then I was like, all right, how am I going to solve this problem? Ah. I found that thing out there. Well, that's why we have that's why we have it this way. This is turning into a cat conversation, but that's why we have it this way because the other one is so fat that he had to be we can't leave food out. So it yeah. has to come out, you know, every every couple hours. We do it four times a day or something. But he yep. just comes yep. and eats the other thing. And then I see the little one over here licking the dust that's left in the bowl. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we try to like stand oh, guard for her or like give it to her in sneaky ways. But yeah, that's Food bully cats, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, back back to the band. How has it been received so far? I know the album came out in September, um, but it's definitely different from what you normally do. So tell me about tell me about the reception for the band. I think it's going all right. Um, it's, it's tough. It's a little tougher to tell when you're not kind of like touring or, mm-hmm. you know, seeing audiences respond to it. We've had a few shows locally, but um, there hasn't been the biggest of turnouts. <laughs> so it's a little <laughs> tough to uh, a little tough to right. tell uh, exactly. But and I really, I've always been like this, where I stay away from internet stuff because I just don't think the internet is real. <laughs> you can't like go by it and it, like by people commenting on the internet it's just people will do and say stuff and they never would ever do in real life all the time so i, I just yeah, avoid that yeah. so it's a little it's a little tricky to tell but for the most part what has been trickling back to me it's been pretty pretty decent pretty positive review i think so we're just really hoping that we can um we can get out there and you know play some more shows and you know latch on to a couple tours here and there and you know see mm-hmm. where it goes from there so that is the plan then you put you want to make this an actual touring thing yeah absolutely absolutely i think um hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I think this is a, I think there's plenty of room in the Killswitch schedule to have this be like a touring band. And I think that bands need to do that kind of stuff to really sort of find out more who they are as a band and like grow to whatever levels they're going to get to as a band. So I think touring yeah. is a huge step and I would love to get some of that going and then uh, see where, see where that will put us for a second record. Nice. Well, there's a, uh, when I think of the the genre that you're playing in, sometimes I think there's a perception that it's a, it's a little stuffy and, and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
high horsery. There's a yeah. What's what am I what am I looking for? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Pretentious. Pretentiousness. Yes, there's a pretentiousness. I think sometimes to this sound, real or not, it's just per- perceived. Um, do you feel like that? Um, like because able to break into that scene, or is there like some gatekeepy? type of shit like so <laughs> i come from the hardcore scene right where that's that's all it is is just gatekeeper after gatekeeper you know you gotta be this guy yeah. this guy this is fucking you, go, you better fucking know this guy oh. in this city is there is there any of that in this because obviously you're through the roof with kill switch but this is a whole different to me this is a whole different genre a whole different lane oh it's totally different i don't i didn't for a second uh start this band and say okay well we have all these kill switch fans all of them are going to love this band piece of cake like i didn't think that was a thing at all and i was like okay we'll just go go from there and it's it is totally a new thing and it's just like starting totally starting over mm-hmm. um and i don't know i i haven't um i can't say that i've really uh been around this scene a whole lot you know i've gone to shows and i've seen bands that i like but it's different when you just go into a show and, and see some bands rather than like um having a band and like trying to get that band into the into the thing so yeah i don't really know i i you, you always want to hope that musicians are just uh open to other musicians and everybody's friendly and that, that really is the way it goes for most like 90 plus percent of the time that's that's how yeah. it is but like you said there are there are some people or or for whatever reason and i, I did see a lot of it in early days in hardcore like way 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 back getting getting shows of my old band was tough but it was also strange band too <laughs> so i get it <laughs> but i get it now i didn't get it when i was 20 and i was like come right. on what's wrong with you people we're awesome why can't we play these shows <laughs> like no it's, it was weird um yeah yeah i don't i don't know it's um i have a feeling but i also know that people like lots of other styles of music than what they specifically play so like yeah, I mean yeah. I play I play in Kill Switch that doesn't necessarily mean that I want and like to play with all bands all the time that sound like we sound you know right. so I don't assume that somebody that's in a band like uh, or like like Russian circles I don't assume that they're like oh we love instrumental music all the time and we want to hear sure. about your band all the time <laughs> you know I don't <laughs> I don't assume that at all I just hope that good music good music is going to work. And I have a, a uh, biased view that I think our band is doing a good job and has some good tunes and something to offer. So hopefully it will work out. Well, I agree too. I really like the record. I listened to it quite a bit since it came out oh, before thanks. I knew I was even going to do this um, because it, like it came out back in September. I think we said September 16th officially. Yep. Does Libica fulfill something different from you than Kill Switch? Like, is there a different catharsis to it? Is there, or is there, or is that doesn't even exist? It does. And, the band does it does twice yeah, yeah. you're right there is that thing and this band definitely does that and i think that's a cool thing because there's um you know there, there's so many different avenues to explore musically and it's it's really fun to do this not not even just that it's on a different instrument which is cool too but just that it's doing a different thing and, and with kill switch um there are very few times where we as the band have parts that like all right let's just sit on this part and have it grow and or whatever and like, right, and, like, right. like kill switch we should like fast 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 next part next part interesting keep like constantly keep yeah you're trying to get to a point yeah <laughs> which is fine which is great you know and I, and I love that too and it's super direct and it just it gets there and uh, but i also really like the um like 
a band. I love bands that aren't in a rush to get places sometimes. They sit on something for a while and it does this or whatever, like mm-hmm. Sierra style, like, um, like that kind of thing. So if I can sort of, um, have an outlet to write music or try to write music like that in a different setting. And I don't know if it's metalize it a little bit or just brings like yeah. a heavier aspect to it. Um, yeah, that's, that's what this is. And it's, it's definitely a, scratches a different itch than the kill switch stuff does. And what do you, would you consider this more of a, uh, more of a side project or a, cause it doesn't sound like it's necessarily a solo project. I mean, I'm really being specific with those two words. Like, is this, your band or is this your other band and other i would say other you know yeah um i know like i I started it with a bunch of ideas and you know kind of got the whole thing together and got it running and obviously um since i am in kill switch i understand that it's i can uniquely kind of bring a certain amount of attention to it but no it's it's a band it's a band i don't feel like i'm a boss of people in the band or anything like that. Like I want these guys that are in the bands in the band because I want them to bring musical stuff to the band. And I want it to be what uh, the four of us sound like as a band rather than just me like dictating things to anybody. So yeah, definitely isn't that. Well, it seems like it's been pretty, pretty quick to get things together, being that it's the end of 2022. You started in 2020. You got you guys from sounds like not all quite in the same area, right? little spread out um yeah um well two of the guys uh the first two guys doug and joey uh, that i started jamming with are like right right in the same town or town right next to where where i am yeah we've been hanging out for for years uh and talking about it but yeah it took once once um once we were ready to go and we're like okay no we actually need to find the drummer it took a little doing to find the drummer but uh james is up in about two hours away from us and he's still goes two hours uh once a week to practice which is awesome he's dedicated he's way into it he's uh he's super stoked to be a part of it is it a tougher gig for him than anyone else being that he's playing with a bunch of drummers he's playing with a bunch of drummers yeah (laughs) like like i'm sure you guys have input and (laughs) like does does he get to do what he wants or is it you know is he is he kind of being uh, overanalyzed (laughs) <laughs> well the good thing is we we can easily speak drummer to each other so it's pretty easy to go. communicate something we're like no no, no it's the, it's that and they're like yeah okay gotcha or, or what about this or like yeah, urge this thing so it's it's super easy to, in that way you don't have to have those those awkward uh what are you trying to say i don't understand that <laughs> like kind of things it's pretty fast so in that sense it's probably pretty good no deciphering a drum machine uh from a guitar player or any of that yeah yeah he's he's probably like oh these parts sound like real drum parts <laughs> like yeah well yeah the actual drummer did write them so yes they probably did hopefully they that's did. A, I, i've asked i've asked other drummers about that in the past where i know they've joined projects where it was originally done with a drum machine and uh, yeah. again not being a musician at all i don't know shit i mean i've been in bands but i was as, as a singer so i always stepped out no idea but i can't imagine that the person programming a drum machine if they're not a drummer is usually they're usually setting up the drummer for failure but there's it can go one or two ways it can be something like that and you have to pretty much try to like decode what they were going for or they can just come up with something that you never would have thought of in a million years and that's awesome you're like oh well that sounds great there's some stuff that like joel has demoed in kill switch that uh 
I would be like, oh man, I never would have thought of that, but it's perfect. It fits. Yeah. So in that case, it sends it works out great. That's cool. Well, so you guys are relatively local and you can act and you, you're actually practicing in person. It sounds like, which seems a yeah. lot more, seems a lot more rare these days. Um, yeah, not that everybody's not, you know, but it's, but <laughs> it's, I can't imagine many bands are actually writing and practicing in person anymore. It seems like it's going away. Maybe a benefit of technology, but you know, the only way I ever did it was in a room with people. Um, yeah. But that was frustrating as hell too. So, so I don't know. Maybe. It's, <laughs> but uh, with you being with you being on tour a lot of the time, I assume with Killswitch, it's, it's still a lot of it done digitally. I should say. Well, the last time I haven't done, I guess there's been two pretty big tours since we started, and both of them we just sort of the other guys just sort of like took a break and did their other stuff, and then we came right. back. Okay. Together. I, I mean, it's like a month and a half it's not that big a deal we get together once a week so you know you miss a month here and there it's like it's not going to kill you or anything yeah, yeah. go over yeah. stuff together at home but it is great it's really fun to, to actually be in a room playing together um regularly things mm-hmm. have come together a lot quicker than i would have expected so it's cool how strict are you about no vocals is that ever do you, th- <laughs> do you feel like that will ever happen do you think that'll creep in I, th- I think it, I'm not saying completely ruling it out. In order to do it sometime, we have to have another mem- band member, though, because none of us are going to sing. <laughs> so it has to be that. But who knows? Maybe there would be like a song that we we're like, oh, you know, this one could really use vocals and have like a guest vocalist or something. Yeah. Like Caspian did that on their last record. They had the guy from um, Pianos Become the Teeth rec- uh, sing on one of their songs. And it just fits. It like, sounds great. Um, so yeah, something like that could definitely happen. I would have a hard time seeing like full time actual singer join the fold, though. I think, yeah, because there's also something really cool about trying to write hooks without having a singer and um, relying on a vocal part to come in and save the day with a hook. You know, like we're trying to yeah. get all of that before we before the song is finished. I gotta imagine that that's a new thing for you to write for. Um, was that easy? hard what was it was that um, like to try to figure that it's, out it's fun it's it's different because uh one of the things that's so different is you don't have to leave space for the vocals in this band mm-hmm. so you can you can write whatever is whatever you're thinking musically and not worry about getting in the way of what the words are going to do or what a vocalist is going to do so it's kind of breeding in that aspect yeah that's interesting i i what i find so interesting about it all is that how you're like the dynamic or the contrast between a band like kill switch engage which is just totally different <laughs> like totally different sonically and like the energy of it from from what you're doing with like i gotta imagine that's part of the draw to it for you but i think it's pretty cool i think it's a it's a very cool contrast well thanks i mean there's no reason to do another kill switch band i'm already doing that, right? <laughs> there's enough of those right <laughs> yeah this is funny so let's do something else <laughs> That's cool. Um, you mentioned maybe maybe some tours in the future. I know you're doing, like you said, opening those shows for Kill Switch. Uh, you've done a couple shows. You also mentioned that you're already working on new material. What's so? What's in the future? Your album just came out, but what is what do you expect to happen in the near future for the band? Um, hopefully, like you said, touring touring would be great. Um, writing, we haven't written with uh, a drummer before, so. Um, excited to do that 
we do have some stuff that's demoed that we are assuming will, you know, be part of whatever the next record turns out to be. But who knows? Maybe not. Maybe once we start kicking ideas together with all of us in a room, we'll come up with other stuff that we like better than that stuff. So just curious to um, to see what it's like to uh, play as a full band. Because w when we rehearsed for the last record and we learned songs, we played everything to just the uh, drum tracks from the demos. So we just had yeah. a speaker, like a PA speaker, playing all the all the drums and then we were playing over it and everything. And then when we tracked it, I we didn't have a drummer yet. So I played the drums then too. So it'll be a different writing experience having a full band. So right. really looking forward to that. Being that you've achieved so much already with Kill Switch, are there any goals that you actually have for this band? Is there any like things you want to check off the box with Limeika? Uh, um, other other than just uh, yeah, I just yeah, I guess to... I guess that you haven't done already that you haven't already gotten right. I mean, just it's just so already amazing that we are a signed band that released a record. It's pretty cool. So yeah. I'm very yeah. happy about that. Um, and that people want to talk about it, like you. So thank yeah. you very much for that. That's that's oh, a good thing. Because it sucks to be put something out that no one cares about. It's one thing if everyone hates it, at least they cared about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares at all and pays any attention to it. That's almost worse. Yeah. And it just sort of goes out there and disappears. And it's like, oh man. <laughs> um but yeah, I definitely want to want to play so just want to tour, I want to play shows, I want to be able to take the band different places and uh see see what it does in different parts of the country and who knows, maybe different parts of other countries, you know, and I, I don't know. I have no idea. I just want to take it out there and, and uh, do another one. It would be fun to see, to do a few records and see, sit back later and see how it kind of evolved. Right. So rather than just having it be one thing that happens once, like actually have it be an evolving band would be a really cool thing. But that's like, that's a pretty long-term. Yeah. Goal. It takes some patience. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, patience, and I assume well, someone like you who, not to your fault at all, of course, it's not a bad thing. You're used to a certain degree of success, so is it a or a certain degree of success and feedback and interactions? Like you mentioned, the interactions with the crowd and seeing yeah. them being into it. So it's, I guess it's, it's kind of does it feel is it kind of humbling or not humbling um, to be back in that? So it's kind of like starting over. Is that a, is that a is that a no, feeling? It totally is. And it's, and it's in kill switch it's, we're just so spoiled i think more than anything else in kill switch because we go we just play shows and the crowd goes crazy and knows all the words right for 20 years yeah it's insane it's totally yeah. insane how, how spoiled we are and it's it's awesome but yeah with this so it's entirely different one because you don't it's you instantly know if people dig a song when you're playing kill switch because you're killing each other or they're singing or they're both doing both right. with this i don't I think our music is going to lend its art itself to a bunch of wall wall of death <laughs> like insane. maybe it's a stage diving band maybe that's what it is. <laughs> yeah maybe and yeah. no one's going to be singing any words back so how right. are we going to know if people like it or not it's going to be interesting so um that's you just have to count how many people are there when you start and then count them at the end yeah. and then that's how you have know some, <laughs> have somebody with a clicker like at the yeah. back you know yeah. keep the track that that's would right. be how you know it. that's that's how you do it
So there you have it. That was my conversation with Justin. The song you just heard was palatial. At least that's the way I'm going to choose to say it this time. It's the way I think you're supposed to say it, but I've said it several different ways in my head before I pronounced it that way. And I think that one's right. I think that's it. I do a lot of uh, research on how to say things, and that's why I need to bring back the pronunciation B to Getting It Out podcast. Anyway, I want to thank Justin for his time. That was another lunch break interview brought to you by me. Getting It Out podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for checking it out. If you're not familiar with Labika, I hope you are now. I left that fur part in there because we talked about cats. And uh, now you got to... There was a lot of talk about the cats and things you couldn't see because you're listening to this in audio. Because uh, you can't listen to it with your face. I guess you can. Are your ears considered part of your face? Or are they uh, part of your head? Somebody uh, needs to draw me the boundaries on where the face begins and the head ends, or vice versa. Uh, I'm not real sure what the ears are part of the face or the head, or both. Is it a circle, square thing? No, that's not what I mean. Is it a rectangle, square, square, rectangle? I'm not sure. Anyway, let's move on to something that does make sense. Uh, Labika is awesome and rules, and you should check them out, uh, no matter what type of music you like. Uh, Although if you listen this far along, then you already have checked them out. So let's move on to me making less sense about something else. Okay. Yeah. How about um, soccer? We're still doing soccer. Due to my uh, sickness, my affliction, I've been able to watch a lot of soccer. Watched almost every single World Cup match up until this point until minutes ago when France just beat Denmark 2-1 to by a goal from Mbappé. I think that's how you say his name. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here. Uh, just saying soccer things. Uh, I feel like an expert, a little bit of an expert because I've watched a few games. Today's like the best sports game ever. I'm recording this on Sunday. Uh, there's endless amounts of sports. And that's uh, ideal for a jock like me. Sixers magic just tipped off. Still no MB, but that's okay. They're going to win this game. I assume they should. It's the magic. It's nice to see Paolo Bancaro out there doing well. He's very good. Franz Wagner, Wagner, maybe they say, uh, and his little brother Mo. Uh, but Franz and Paolo are on my fantasy basketball team, so I wish them well and great. And it's also very cool to see Bol Bol out there. That guy is way better than I thought he was. Uh, way better than his dad ever was, uh, even though he's five inches short. He's five inches shorter, and he's seven foot two. That's insane. Anyway, Eagles versus Packers later tonight. We'll see how that goes. Um, As always, I'm an Eagles fan who's um, not optimistic. I just think they're going to lose every single game. So maybe this will be one, maybe not. 50-50 chance, right? Hopefully they win. Anyway, that should be it on what I talk about here, except to tell you to go to gettingitout.net. Check out what we got going on there. We being me and some of my friends who sometimes write record reviews, and I'm very thankful for them when they do that. If you want to be a friend of mine who writes record reviews, just let me know. If you want your band page uh, to be uh, made on gettingitout.net, just uh, talk to me. Send me an email, dan at gettingitout.net. We'll get you set up, and then there we can post all your news, all your reviews, all your music shit, the things you like to do. But that should be it for this episode. Speaking of all those things I just said, band pages, people emailing me, I've got a track from High Horse Cavalry that I told you about in the beginning of the episode. It's post-punk from West Virginia, which is a sentence that doesn't 
sound like it should be good, but I promise you it is. This song is from their new album, and it's called Hurricane Hank. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.